0: Welcome in to your retirement untangled with Andrew Nida and Mo Param. Welcome to AMG's Private Client Access Podcast. I'm Mo Param here. Uh, without Andrew Nida, Andrew is away today with his middle son, Ben. He's on a field trip to uh, the Tennessee Aquarium. So I'm sure they're having a great time and uh, hopefully everyone is having a great day and gearing up for an amazing weekend. I'm here at the Param House. Uh, Grayson left this morning to go to Japan. So it's part of his international studies program at his high school. So, you know, he uh, he currently now is in Dallas. Uh, he left this morning. I think his flight was around eight o'clock he's in dallas now for a layover and uh, will make his way to japan and he'll be there for a week so he's excited we're excited for him you know, especially at his age to broaden his his uh, his horizons broaden his you know his view of the world and his ability to uh, meet the different people different cultures experience the world um on uh um, do do part of his educational program. So we're excited for him. And then next week is spring break. So uh, Andrew is, uh, I believe he's going to the Keys uh, for for a few days and we're doing a staycation. So we're going to visit uh, different parts of Atlanta, different parts of Georgia, hiking. Um, we actually go to the aquarium. Uh, with a uh, little one, Olivia. But uh, yeah, so we're getting ready for uh, for spring break and just going going away and spending some quality time with the family. But um, yeah, some uh, some some news. So uh, the key key Fed inflation um, information came out today. The the PCE per, the personal consumer expenditure index came out today, and excluding food and energy, uh, the index in- increased by 03 percent. That is uh, better than the estimated 0.4, but you know, it it essentially, you know, we're looking at core PCE over a 12-month basis at 4.6%, so uh, a slight deceleration from January. So again, um, you know, this is still a um, uh, an environment that is causing the Feds to continue to look at. Um, The possibility of raising interest rates, again, to bring down inflation to their ideal 2 percent unemployment numbers um, at 3.5 percent is still low with, you know, a lot of um, a a lot of thinking that, you know, we need to get unemployment at 4.6 percent. And, yeah, we were still we're still seeing layoffs. I mean, um, electronic EA sports. Announced six uh, percent of their staff is being laid off. So we're still seeing uh, a number of layoffs throughout uh, throughout the industry, but still not at the levels where I think the feds would like it to be to 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 be at before they maybe even uh, do a little bit of slowdown or raising interest rates. But you know those numbers came out today, um, and we're still dissecting them. But again. Uh, the market has responded pretty well, and the market has 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 responded pretty well for the first quarter of this year. You know, we are wrapping up the last trading day of the year, and you know, Nasdaq has been leading the surge up double digits, uh, almost at eighteen percent. Um, S and P five hundred, uh, a little over seven, and uh, Dow Jones for the most part, uh, basically flat uh, for the year. But still, the market has has really. Uh, had a great start for 2023 so hopefully we see more positive news for the remaining of the year and we can you know kind of hopefully see the light at the end of the tunnel some news within the house or within the uh in-house news we talked last week about uh setting up our reviews for uh, uh coming up in april and in may Emails and text messages have been sent out. So if you've have, uh, had the opportunity to schedule meetings, perfect. We're looking forward to reengaging with you. But if you haven't, please keep an eye on uh, eye out for some emails and text messages from our team uh, to get us to get you scheduled on our calendars over the next few weeks. Again, um, a lot of it has to do with the book, The Laws of Wealth, that we're reading. And part of the review process, yes, we'll go over your performance, we'll go over your accounts, we'll go over your plan, but we also want to reengage with you on an emotional side when it comes to your when it comes to risk. Our 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 goal is to make sure that you know between the volatility that we've experienced over the last few years, you know how has that shaped or impacted your. Your ability, your your uh, emotional response, and your emotional ability to handle risk, and just making sure that the investment strategies that we've put together still aligns with your ability to uh, to handle risk. So again, um, check your emails and uh, text messages from our team um, to schedule uh, on our calendars. So now going back to the laws of wealth, we're, right now we're on rule number four, and rule number four is uh, if you're excited. It's a bad idea. Now, I'm not uh, going to use this as uh, as set in stone, saying that one shouldn't be excited about their investment strategy and some of the uh, and some of their performance. But essentially, what it's what it's showing is that um, investing, especially as a long term point of view, uh, if you have a long term focus and a long term point of view, is is not anything that should be really emotionally charged. You know, the a quote here from the book on page 40, if y'all are reading with us, you know, intelligent investors must take precautions to ensure the emotion of the moment is not warping his sense of reality. There are many areas in your life that call for emotional reactions. You should get emotional on your wedding day or during the birth of your child. But emotions are the enemy of good investment decisions. Let me repeat that one more time for effect. Emotions are the enemy of good investment decisions. And so when I read that, I say to myself, yes, how much of one's investment decisions are just based off of emotions? And those emotions can trigger a point where we're getting in and out of the market just based off of maybe a an article that's, that you've read or a um, you're watching a, uh, something on the news, and it just triggers an emotion. And instead of having um, the principles, the discipline, or going back to your own phil- uh, investment philosophy, philosophy, we kind of bypass the philosophy. We bypass our 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 uh, investment methodology, and just make a, a rash decision, really just based off of emotions. And we've seen that very often, um, actually. Uh, just left a meeting, um, and uh, the prospective client, you know, he selfly admitted that you know his investment approach over the last few years—not just last year, but I believe I believe it was over the last ten years—you know has been fueled by emotions, and because of that, he's missed. He's been in and out the markets, in and out of different sectors, really at the wrong time. And it wasn't necessarily that he was trying to time the market. It's just some of the decisions, some of the trades, the places he went with his dollars were really just fueled by his emotions. So, you know, tips for managing your emotions when it comes to your investments. Obviously, you want to redefine what the problem is. What What is, what is triggering the, those emotions? What exactly is it that's causing you to to um, to make those decisions. We want to take a step back. We want to breathe. We want to pause and see exactly um, what needs to be done, whether that is giving us a call, um, you know, talking with us to make sure that the decisions that you're making are rational. And then label those emotions like what is it? Is it fear? Is it, um, uh, you know, is it greed, right? Um, but what is that What is that emotion that we are feeling right now? And let's work through it to make sure that we're making the right decisions and we have our emotions under control to make those decisions. Um, page 44, great, great quote here. Um, an excited investor is an impatient investor and an impatient investor is a broke investor. Again, uh, long-term view. We want to be patient. We want to make sure that the decisions that we're making are the right decisions for ourselves, with a long-term view in mind. So, definitely a great book that we've been reading. Uh, again, part of the um, the review process is to really dig down, get deeper. With respects to emotions and the decisions that we're making, the decisions that you're making, and making sure that they're all aligned with your ultimate uh, the success of your plan being the ultimate goal. So that being said, thank you for joining us every every Friday and every week. We're here for you. If you have any questions, give us a call, send us a text, shoot us an email. Um, but look out again, look out for the emails and text messages from our teams. So we can uh, get back on the calendar and uh, to meet with you and uh, discuss first quarter and some of the the strategies we're putting in place uh, moving forward. So, again, have a blessed weekend. Take care and see you next week.